When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, hey, it's the Fly Guys! Tommy, your mother's a little thirsty. Mommy, you thirsty? A little thirsty. I... I don't want to be a trouble, Tom. I, it was oh. my fault. So, uh, grab a bag, yeah, yeah. and then we'll go... You fo- I'll follow you up. I hope you're happy now, Charlotte, because my mother is dying of thirst, and I've just picked up a bag. I'm carrying a case on my wedding eve. P to the O-D Cast on the daily about succession One episode per day, see P to the O-D Cast on the daily about succession Podcasting like a pro, make some noise! Succession is almost over, but we're just getting started talking about every single Succession episode here on Post Show Recaps on the Daily Succession Podcast here on Post Show Recaps. We're watching and talking about every single Succession episode on the road to the final season premiere on March 26th. We've been going episode by episode and day by day. You can get commercial-free versions of this podcast when you sign up at patreon.com slash Recaps recaps at any level that's patreon.com slash post show recaps at any level for the ad free versions of the succession podcast hello everybody i am josh wiggler today we are talking about succession season one episode nine prenuptial it is the penultimate episode of season one of succession i am happy to report that the entire band is back together i'm here with jess sterling i'm here with grace leader and we are not in canada we are not in the united states we are in england grace yeah i i lost my flew in and you wouldn't let me come to the rom's boy so then i, just I know got it. but i do love flying so i came to england so where did you go were you at a cafe yesterday or I just what? hung yeah i just hung yeah. out for you told me five minutes which i thought I was, really, that it was, was weird. a long it was a long time it was a we've never done time. a five minute pod ever it was uh, a, but a wild me. time in the rhomboid jess yeah um i hope you're happy now josh because my mother is dying of thirst and i've just picked up a bag on my wedding eve mm-hmm. josh 
Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> you have indeed picked up this bag on a wedding eve. You're not supposed to work at your own wedding. Uh, um, do you, I, I remember back back in the day, uh, two and a half years ago at this point, I was doing things on my wedding day, and you explicitly messaged me and were like, "You need to go get married and stop doing what you're doing." Yeah. <laughs> you know, what? I got I got called at my friend's wedding earlier, uh, or sorry, last summer. Uh, I got called the manager because I would like constantly just be doing things so that they wouldn't have to. That's yeah. that is. So I felt uh, I felt like Tom should be scolding this. Yeah, for sure. And I don't really want to talk about how Emily and I had to clean up the party at our wedding uh, when we got oh. married. I just don't think that that's something that we need to get into at this point in time but maybe yeah. it happened i don't know it's possible maybe if, we go to, maybe if we go to therapy again we can do that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll talk about it uh, in therapy. all right we're getting we're leaving england we're going back to new mexico no we have yeah. to stick around here uh it's a it's a big royal affair here a royal a, affair. A royal affair indeed as we are getting into wedding season here on succession are you all ready for a quick plot recap of what happens here in the penultimate episode of succession season one always <laughs> This is not a rhetorical question. You have to tell me that you're ready or I won't say it. <laughs> I'm so I'm ready. ready. Okay, ready. here we go. It's episode nine, prenuptial. It sends the entire Roy clan across the pond for Shiv and Tom's Roy old wedding in England. Yes, even Logan is coming. After he realized that ghosting his only daughter's wedding was probably a bad look. Before we get to the wedding, though, we have to get through the pre-wedding, brought to you by Wom's Gam's Wines. It should be one of the best nights of Tom and Shiv's life, but instead, it's a night filled with double dealing and doubt. Shiv gets Tom to spill the tea on the cruise crisis and weaponizes that information to get her dad to back off of Gil Evis's presidential bid. Or is that Gil Beavis? I don't know. Meanwhile, Tom gets suspicious of Shiv having an affair with Nate, but she manages to calm down his fears, only for them to get confirmed the next morning by none other than Cousin Greg, a.k.a. The Egg. But Tom finding out about Shiv's infidelity isn't even the biggest bombshell in Waystar Roy world, as Kendall's plan to wrest the company away from his family accelerates so fast as to break the sound barrier. At the very least, it's going to break his family's business, if not their hearts, as Kendall, Stewie, and Sandy's takeover plot is set to happen just as soon as Shiv walks down the aisle. So that's the bad news. The good news is the Fly Guys are here. And that is the penultimate episode of Succession's first season. We've got wedding bells in the air, Grace, but we also have a bear hug on the way. Yeah, it, this is a, I, I really love this episode. This is an, another one. I feel like the end of this season just picks up momentum and just can't stop itself. It's a train. I don't know. It's on the tracks. It's off the tracks. I don't know what the right metaphor the is. The train was in the other episode, the one that you it's, were at this the, is the bus for. That, this is a station. Yeah. This that's is a bus right. that can't get under the bridge. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah the, it's a very dysmorphic vehicle of an episode, I think, we're dealing with mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Uh, sure. But I, I, I love... I think I, I really I think my highlight of, of the season so far is really the ta- the attempted takeover. But there's something about this, and we talked about like the Thanksgiving dinner, where like just there's because they are a family business, the way that their family lives get completely disrupted by business all the time. That nobody can help but like not be uh, involved in some sort of thing that is business related in this episode, except for Tom, who is just trying to like make sure his, that this is a good marriage. He just wants it to be the perfect wedding. He's Wamzilla over here, oh, you know? It's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah he just, Poor Charlotte, actually, is who I feel the worst for. I think uh, if uh, someone's getting fired this episode, it might be Charlotte, the, the wedding planner, Jess. I feel like she's not long for this world. Yeah, uh, Tom does not seem particularly impressed with her. Uh, I think like this, I I might have written down the most quotes from this episode of any episode because it just it just keeps coming. Fire some off. Let's hear him. I just I love when Tom says to Charlotte, "What is he vehicle dysmorphic? Yeah, because <laughs> he can't mm-hmm. get the bus under the tunnel. <laughs> so awful. Um, <laughs> um, please do not act like an unsophisticated rube, Greg." Um, it's just, it's so funny. It's such a good episode. It is like Grace is saying, it really ramps up and you can feel the tension. I think specifically because I've been noticing on this rewatch, even though I've seen this show so many times at this point, particularly Mm -hmm. on this rewatch, because we're watching them all so close together and we're, and we're podcasting about them daily. You're just constantly thinking about it. Um, so much of the show is shown like through Kendall's eyes. And I find myself 
whatever he is feeling in that episode, whatever his emotional state is, I feel like that's where I'm at too. That's dangerous, Jess. I know. That's a dangerous place to live. I know. Whoa. But he's so nervous this episode. He's so anxious about the whole thing. And it heightens the tension in a way. And it is so, like, you want to be like, excited for Tom and Shiv and like be in the celebratory mood. But instead I'm just like, Oh no, Oh no, it's happening. Someone's yeah. going to find out we, everybody panic. So, so I, I guess I want to add, I want to interrogate that point about the nervousness a little bit because there's definitely nerves here in the episode. And certainly the fact that the Canadians have questions about Kendall Grace. Did you have any, by the way, uh, questions? Oh, I have about so Kendall? many questions about Kendall. A lot yeah. of questions about, I have a lot yeah. of questions about the calamari ring, uh, but calamari I don't ring. <laughs> Sorry, you missed a word. I, Thing, actually. <laughs> I mean, I do feel like it was uh, pretty clear what they what they meant by that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that there are there are obviously a lot of moments of nervousness. And certainly when he finds out that it's not something that's 10 days away, that instead this has to happen today. And frankly, uh, frankly, Frank? uh, it does have to happen because Kendall talked to Frank uh, and Frank. Uh, he's he's a leaky ship, it turns out. And so now there are questions that are swirling about. But I think until that moment. The one that I'm thinking about the most, Grace, is when Logan shows up and walks across the room and yeah. comes up to Kendall Roy and they have their little meeting in the middle of the reception. And yeah. Kendall, granted, is like high out of his mind, right? Like yeah. he's really on one. Yes. Um, but the way that he kind of receives Logan, there is a little bit of that I know something you don't know energy that's going on in that scene. Well, the, I think it's so fascinating that the, essentially Kendall, like whenever he's sort of the furthest away from making a move against his father, he's the most confident because the making the move against his father is not yet like a thing that's happening. But like it's when he sort of has, it's theoretical. And the closer he gets to killing his father, <laughs> the worse it gets, right? The more nervous yeah. he gets, the more like he's worried about failing because like again this is the thing we talk about is like does he have that killer instinct and if he doesn't have the kid like if he kills his father he's killed his father if he doesn't kill his father his father sees him as a failure so right. it's like like lose lose to a degree for kendall roy mm -hmm. and so i just love tracking on the and, and so like this is where i think when when he's the furthest away from doing it when he's just sort of like you know at the end of uh not last episode the episode before where he's just lost everything right like he doesn't have anything and he's just sitting on the counter like like sort of like soaking up that he's like against his father. Right. And he, he like, yeah, he's, he has a lawsuit on the table, but again, it's not like, it's just theoretical at the moment. Like, okay, we could sue him. He's so like, you know, and then, and he's so just cocky and arrogant, whatever. And then we, and then he moves sort of into like, he gets more nervous as he's, as he's going along. I think that like tracking that is so interesting that every time he gets close to like, can I kill my father? Can I, can I take out my father? He's a he's a barrel of wrecks. Is that the right word? That's not even a word. He's either. a barrel of wrecks. Uh, I don't think that's right. I think I that makes sense. Wrecks Maybe it's nine. a barrel of T Rexes, which is just okay. scary. Screaming at a comet. Yeah, telling yeah, it not to right. come. Telling that's it right. not to come. He's a barrel sure. of nerves, I believe. Yes. Is the is the actual expression. A bundle. It's a bundle, right? You put the oh. nerves in a bundle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. It's like barrel I, of monkeys, barrel of nerves. I think yeah. it's all one big mess. Yeah. But it's but I do definitely messy. I do love, I love the scene, but do you know what? I feel like it's also a scene where because they're kind of in public, like Logan, well, he's not exactly treating Kendall as an equal. He's not as bad as he is. Like, you know, when he like literally fires him at the end of, uh, at the end of episode six, like there's a way like when he's in a public forum, he kind of has to be, even if he's not nice, he has to be nicer than he normally is. And like, it's kind of what Kendall yeah. wants as well is to be treated like somewhat respectably, like he knows what he's doing. And so Logan is sort of just like, they're actually talking to one another, but it's right. like come at the expense of like, can you please drop the lawsuit you have against me? You know? Yeah. yeah. Do you want a reference for your resume? Yeah. Like it's very, I mean, God, he is being disrespectful, but he is. No, it's, it's I think simple, Logan is showing it's... up here feeling like he's dad of the year. Right. Because look, he has yeah. put aside his enmity for Shiv and he has come to her wedding. So gosh, what a great dad. He I may have as a well question. extend the courtesy to Kendall. I have a question about that. Because this this watch around, I'm watching and I'm seeing Logan is sitting with Carolina and um, and Jerry and they're discussing like, OK, how are we going to spin this? Right. How will we spin my absence? Uh, can I be ill? No, I look weak. Um, uh, can I just say I'm busy? No. What kind of a-hole is too busy to go to his daughter's wedding? You know, they're trying to figure out how to spin this. In, the, in the, the very like a teeny tiny part of me, like I'm talking like a microorganism part of me is like. 
does he actually want to go? Does he like secretly want to go to this wedding? Is he like really like saying yeah. there is no there is no way I can get out of this because he actually does want to go to his daughter's wedding? Yeah, I think so. I think one of the one of the compelling things about Succession, and we've seen it a bunch already uh, in season one, is despite the fact that many of the members of the core Roy family are often really far apart philosophically in terms of where they are on the battlefield, when it counts, they come together. We saw it in episode eight. We saw it when Shiv and Logan sit down with each other for, for dinner when he says, I'm really glad that you kept the appointment. And she says, well, you know, family. We get that in, in this episode, too, where, uh, where Kendall has just received the news that the bear hug is imminent, that this takeover, that they're going to make this offer you can't refuse to Logan that's going to make it impossible for them not to buckle under Sandy, Stewie, and Kendall's offer uh, to take things over is going to uh, he, he finds out it's going to happen tomorrow it's going to happen the next day but he still goes under the bridge to the clandestine weed meeting which they did and, forget to fight Con they did get to invite Connor they didn't I, invite Connor I thought it they was so funny because they all family just only gets you other. so far Grace <laughs> but it's but it's so great because this is this is part of what it's a very cute scene it's a yeah. very cute the, scene. yes you like there are, and I think the longer we go in succession, I, I've noticed like as this season has gone on, the more of these small sibling moments we've gotten. And I love, because it feels like they did this when they were kids, right? For old time's sake, we're going to get high by the docks. Right. Um, we're going to go in the boathouse and we're going to smoke weed. And uh, like Kendall, you know, Kendall knows something they don't know. Um, but it, it really feels like Kendall is using this as his like, this is the last time I'm going to hang with my siblings in a way that they still like me, in a way that they still respect me and want to hang around with me. Oh, yeah. He's and, been talking about how, like, I mean, he's going to screw his not just his father over, but his entire family yeah. over. Um, but that's business, I guess, is the point. This is family. And so even when business is um, a wedge between the family members, I do think we've seen in season one more often than not that family does come together with this group. And I don't know how much that is. Gosh, it's it's Gil, right, Grace, who has the line about how Logan Roy isn't a person. He's a planet like he has his own gravity. It's and I really do think that there's, some, that there's something to that. Yeah. I think like they all yeah. orbit around the sun, ironically enough, that is Logan Roy. The son uh, that so, is the father. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. so father I, is the son. The father yeah, is so. the son. That's a classic <laughs> expression that we've invented. I, yeah. Gosh, this is really <laughs> deep. Gosh, are we under not? the bridge right now? What's going we on? We did it. <laughs> wow, um, so, I love you guys so much. Yeah, um, that's right. But I, just but hug. I, Can we all just hug right now? Yeah, but right. I, but I do butts first. But I, do, I was just gonna say, which one of us does butts first? I do. <laughs> I do think that um that that Logan is drawn to you know he's he is is he an ex-human being is he just a piece of shit uh he is a human being at the end of the day he is shiv's father at the end of the day i think when he you know when he calls her pinky like there is true affection there i do think that true affection yeah. exists well one of the things i think is really interesting about the dynamic of the show is i said this earlier that logan does feel like he gave his children everything he possibly could have given them and they have effed it up that they're like they, they're up failures despite having every tool in the world at their disposal and so the irony is that like there are times where he wants to completely cast them off and tell them to f off but he can't really do that and i do feel like the story about like you know uh like th that he's there's no way to spin not going to your daughter's wedding so like he actually does need them to he as much as he like doesn't feel like they're good enough to be like to take over for him, he also can't have them be so far away. Like he he like it's that yes. that they're that they're un that they're untethered and that they're like doing their own thing. Like he doesn't want Shiv in politics, you know. And there's a world even where like yeah, he's like fired. Kendall. He wants Kendall to drop the the resume, but he also wants Kendall to just do like nothing just like you know and and so at some point maybe he could even bring him back in like he he just wants them like there so that he can control their behavior because like you from an image perspective you also like to have your children be failures is a also will look like a feather on logan roy so he needs this like balance of keeping them within the family circle so that they're never like effing up outside of his control. And so they can like well, mitigate yeah. the like problem, the mistakes that they do make, you know, it's a very interesting balance that Logan also has to uh, a balance, I think. 
Well, yeah, this is why we get Austerlitz because they're a they're a PR nightmare. This whole family is, and I think it's funny because when you look at someone like Connor, worst family in America, <laughs> currently yeah, the worst you, family in England. Yeah. When you look at a, a character like Connor, you'd think, well, maybe maybe that's what Logan wants, where he has all this money, but he's out in his ranch doing nothing. Really, he's not really involved no, in the family that, business. That's thirty thousand acres. Yeah, of land. Don't say he's doing nothing. So, he's so got a much. Napoleon he's podcast rude. coming out. He's oh you know what? God, he's I'm on really the verge <laughs> of setting up a podcast on Napoleonic history with considerable level of investment interest. <laughs> like. But but then again, gosh, was like, that you? Was that PSR? You had the yeah. Investment you know, we have had an explosion of content lately. Um, Con content, but, I'm, but there will be no content. Con head. Oh, sorry, I jumped on your joke. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, you assisted the joke. Okay. But then again, Logan doesn't respect Connor, right? So there's no pleasing Logan because if you go against him, um, he'll be he'll be angry with you, but he might respect you, and if you don't. He's not going to respect you, but maybe he'll show you a little bit of fatherly affection. Um, so there, there's no winning with him, and it's very fascinating that, uh, especially on this rewatch, I've noticed more and more, um, how specific characters so badly want to impress Logan. Roman specifically has stood out to me in this rewatch of like. He, we hear him say multiple times he accelerated the launch of this satellite rocket to impress his father, and he can't. That's all good. he wants to talk about when, um, when he finds out that Logan is coming, he says, "Is he worried about the launch?" And Ken's like, "Yeah, I'm sure it's all he's thinking about." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the launch so is gonna be fine. Yeah. It's like it's it's really sad because they all want his approval, but they're just it's just never gonna happen with Logan Roy, you know. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Candle. Hey, Dad. So, what about it, son? You want to jump out the trenches and play a game of soccer? Can I bring you some corn to get you through the winter? How you doing? What's the news? Oh, keeping busy. Do you need a reference for your resume? Relatively punctual. Prone to bouts of insubordination. Yeah, well, you know. So, how long are you going to fuck about on the outside? Uh-huh. You, uh, you recruiting? What, uh, new head of being continually thwarted? How did TV networks suit you? Huh? One of the big guys when I landed. <laughs> Could that work? You feeling the heat on your own? Yeah, a little. You want me back? Like to, uh, like to put that in a press release? I'm just a lovely guy. So let's talk about this character by character. Of course, we are rating the Roys as we are going through succession. All of the whole show, we are going episode by episode and character by character and category by category over at postshowrecaps.com slash rate. Roy or postshowrecaps.com slash action stations. We would love to get your ratings for each of the Roy's and the main core characters of succession on a scale of zero to four 
Roy children, plus the other things that we are tracking. Best line of an episode, setting of an episode. The setting, by the way, of uh, going to, to England for the wedding. A-plus material, I think, here. Especially, what, what is this? It's like this haunted uh, ancestral home that they're mm-hmm. in, Grace. Is that where we are right now? Yeah, that's what the, their mother, who we get introduced to in yes, this episode, yes. uh, does say, so, yeah, come enjoy the the haunted. My ancestors haunting this, yes, this location. Uh, yeah. Great Harriet Walter uh, as uh, the, the Roy children's the- mother. There's a way in which, like, when you meet her, you're like, oh, that makes sense. You know, I mm-hmm. don't know what it is about it, but there's something you're like, oh, she yeah, that is definitely perfectly. their mother. Yeah. 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 She, How long it's you very give funny it? because she is currently um, she's she is the Roy children's mother and yeah. she is also uh, she is Rebecca's mother on Ted Lasso right now. And right. like my world well, right now is a lot of succession Ted Lasso overlap. So was she uh, not a killing Eve? Was she a killing she is Eve? A kill, uh, she is a killing yeah. Eve. She she may as well have been Villanelle's mother. She's her mother figure. Yeah. Uh, she is unfortunately not Jennifer Coolidge's mother, but that would have been pretty good. And maybe a future season of The White Lotus. Um, so let's go. Let's go character by character. We've been talking about Logan and and Kendall, and I think that really great scene between the two of them as they're on the precipice of of potentially enormous enormous change. Like if we have already thought that we've seen the worst of the two of them in terms of their blowups, if this goes through the way that it's threatened to go through by the end of this episode, it could be explosively bad. I want to invert the order. Typically, we go Logan and then Kendall, but I, I think let's start with Kendall because I I am very outspoken about like i feel kendall like i feel Mm -hmm. for kendall Mm -hmm. uh i really i really i really understand a lot of the vibe i think with that character gosh grace he has bungled this pretty badly i feel like it's pretty i you know what i one thing i love about kendall don't talk to don't talk to frank what are we doing we'll talk to frank one of the things i love about kendall as a character is that he's the way he actually like the way all of them are so much like their father and the way that kendall treats frank (laughs) Since Frank is so he's rooting for Kendall so hard and the scene where he does talk to Frank and he wants to know about the Canadians and he's like uh you know okay so like if uh is there room for like an old man to get to, to wet his beak wetting your beak is something that we hear a lot uh in the mm-hmm. show yes. as well speaking about shared language in addition to nut uh and for, and he's just like too too soon buddy too soon like, like he shuts Frank down so mm-hmm. immediately and quickly of like come on buddy you're not you don't need to evolve which I do actually think if there's a world in which like if you just tell Frank what's up. You're like so close to telling Frank what's up. You basically do tell Frank what's up. If you loop Frank in, maybe he doesn't go rat to yeah. the Canadians. And then yeah. like the whole Instead thing is told, fine. He told Frank to get his wiener out of his soup. He's like, oh, get out my of God. my soup, man. It's your hard on out of my soup is what he says. Which I'm just like, come on, Ken. Come on. Stop being yeah. like modern in these moments. Like be the change you talk about you're going to be. But yeah. no, he yeah. bundles this really badly. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's not even just that he's bungling the, the business affairs. Um, one of the hardest scenes for me to watch yes. this, this episode is his interactions with Rava yes. where he yes. comes out of the bathroom it's very obvious that he is high and she's she's like wipes his jacket where there's like a little bit of leftover coke and it's really awful because she she knows right and she just wants I think she just, she just wants him to get help but he is so he's just the father like, of her kids. Yeah. yeah. And he's very aggressive with her and they have a really um tense conversation. It's so hard to watch because um the the last we had seen was was him saying to Rava, like, no, I'm not like using, I'm not on drugs, I'm not on drugs. And uh, and it's just really, really tough to see can, this like her confirmation yeah. that that's what's happening can i talk about josh you, you shared a lot about um some of the uh, you know your your journey in sobriety and, and trying to early not drink last episode and i i really appreciate you sharing it they should stop apologizing uh for 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 doing it's, it's, it's hard. Like really powerful i'm not super You're apologetic fine. about my behavior I and i'm a, and that. i'm a canadian so i shall apologize <laughs> as well but for me, my history with addiction is having a sibling who uh, had addiction issues and it caused yeah. a lot of strife and tension and unhappiness in our family for a long time. That's why I, I love Euphoria in terms of like showcasing that sibling side. I thought it's, I feel, I, I think the most uncomfortable I've ever been is the scene last week where Rob is like implying that Kendall's on drugs and Kendall's not on drugs because like I know that like I've been in that situation where like I don't, I, it takes so long to rebuild trust in my sibling who like is trying to get clean but i'm like yeah but you burned me a million times yeah. like you know and so that's like i feel like it's fair of rava to think it and not fair of her to say it and outwardly uh, like uh, like say it uh last week 
and then only for it to kind of become like somewhat of a self-fulfilling prophecy. And it's not her fault that Kendall does drugs, but I feel this scene where she comes out about and, and sees that he's doing drugs again. I'm like, that is heartbreaking. And it's like, you know, there is an, obviously like the, my, my sympathy goes with someone who is, who has an addiction issue first and foremost, but it's not like it doesn't affect these other people around them who now, right. and to your point, like that is the mother of her, uh, of his kids. Right. Uh, and they have the conversation about like, yeah. whether, you know, gonna, I'm going to keep Iverson here and it's not about drugs, but like now that you know that he's doing cocaine, you're a little bit like, yeah, maybe we got to refigure out the like parental situation. It's just a brutal. And I think like a really, really fast like i think it's like really well done it's done with a lot of care i think like the the topic of kendall's uh, addiction being in such so. a very complicated and like business stress world yeah. i think in particular i think i think a lot of a lot of the the show is it's so incisive about human nature uh yeah. and beyond yeah. the addiction issues that are very resonant and very prevalent in kendall's storyline in particular something that we have seen you know we were talking about it back at the at the Reckney ball uh and uh like the fact that logan gets up there and gives that speech ostensibly because connor got like you know his signals crossed on the teleprompter and if these people just talk to each other but sometimes even like talking to each other isn't going to do it uh sometimes talking to each other is gonna is gonna push things in in the wrong direction and like i think that there's i don't know i don't know if this is quite the closed loop system uh that we're (laughs) dealing with here uh in terms of like uh you know there's a feedback loop though i i feel like and i i think that this scene between rava and kendall is really 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 brutal because we got to see sort of some measure of the objective truth right kendall was sober he has this call with rava she talks about the headlines that kendall has been deliberately avoiding public perception is kendall is high kendall says f it i'm gonna be high Uh, and and now and now here they are and she is seeing irrefutable proof that he is high and he is treating her with all of the respect that someone in the depths of his sort of um his his sort of bender uh, might 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 go so yeah it's dark it's real dark and there there last week there he is uh mad at his father for having uh, d- uh done these headlines and he tells frank we got we got to spit headlines about how this art house employee is on is uh injecting uh capital into her veins and i'm like he again he's like just like his father this like loop of like them being like it's like it's so awful it's so it's, it's it yeah. really it's the epitome of if you can't beat them join them type yeah, of mentality right. that is so toxic and I think what's most heartbreaking about it is that we li- we lived in a world where we knew Kendall was using. We knew he was going through not a great thing. But to see it through the eyes of someone who loves him and not in the toxic way that his family loves him, in the conditional way in that his family loves him, but someone who loved him, had kids with him, was married to him, and knew that something was up. It's it's really heartbreaking to see it through Rava's eyes. And shout out to the actress. She does a phenomenal job, I think, in this scene. And it is just, it is, it really is heartbreaking. And it's it's hard because I I don't know. I'd have to look through the my my documents and see how I've rated Kendall. Your secret uh, documents. The, the, yes. Uh to see how I've rated Kendall. I have such a hard time giving him low scores in terms of like zeros and ones because I feel like he is the character who we sympathize with probably the most just because he's going through like something that is so, so, so supremely difficult and you, your heart goes out to him. Um, I did ultimately end up giving him a zero this episode, uh, Connor, because I, he just left, right and center. He's, he's messing things up. He's screwing things up and he's only making his life harder for himself. Um, and I just couldn't see any other way around uh, giving him a zero this episode. Yeah, I gave, I gave him a single point. I gave him a single point. I think he still has my sympathy for sure, but gosh, he's messing everything up. I give him a one because of the boat scene. I think the boat scene is so cute. If they could just be like that, they'd all be fine. But they're not going to be like that. It's literally after he finds out that the bear hug is happening tomorrow. Tomorrow. So it's like, yeah, that sucks. It's so tragic. How about the uh, the bear that he's trying to bear hug? Uh, Logan Roy here in this episode. He was not going to come to Shiv's wedding. He is here at Shiv's wedding. He is going to do business at Shiv's wedding. Uh, Shiv is able to broker this deal between Logan and and Gil. Uh, is it Gil? Who's like, gosh, I was really looking forward to to eviscerating you. Like, yes. Oh, doesn't a deal feel so much better? Can we um, shake hands? No. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, let's not get ourselves dirty. <laughs> 
dirty. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. not get dirty here. But Logan is able to uh, make a compromise here. I mean, I think that it is it is really interesting to watch Logan at work. You know, we've seen a lot of like bluster and fury from from Logan, but this is like I don't know. Impressive is the wrong word, but it 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 was really compelling to see him like actually strike a deal with a polar opposite uh, in in Gil Beavis. My boy Eric Bogosian. Yeah, um, that's what I was saying. Vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's so good. He I don't know what it, he just like exactly looked. He's Gil Beavis to me, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know how to bring. I, I you know, Jesse, you make me think about whether he wants to go to the wedding. I'm sure he actually does. But he is like straight up just being like, I mean, it's such a bad idea to say that he can't go in the first because he's like illness looks weak. I can't be busy. You know, this is bad. So he's just going to go, you know, and he and he comes and I, I feel so bad. You know, Shiv, I feel like is going to be the hardest for me to rank because I feel like she has a very good episode businessy and a very bad episode personally. But um, when like she's just explaining like, yeah, he gave, basically gave us no choice whether to come or not. Like and then line that girl, that girl says that he's he's a, he's a planet you know it's uh, yeah I, I guess i give him one point because like he pulls off a good business move maybe that's undervaluing him but i think i'll just give him one. i gave him two i gave logan roy two points yeah. interesting i gave yeah. him two I, points i, I, have, I gave, I, I gave him the me. one for the business deal i give him the one for like this is among the more uh caring for his kids episodes that we've seen i think um i'm always inclined to just try to disrupt the logan scores a little he, bit because otherwise he, it's gonna he, be a very boring zero average he's nice to her in the carriage when she when she's in her wedding dress it's mm-hmm. kind of nice yeah, I um I ended up giving Logan a one simply because I do I do personally think that he did want to go to the wedding. I think there's a small part of him that is looking for reasons to to go to it. Um and so I gave him a one simply for that because it is like literally the least he can do. Um the the conversation with Gil, like I agree with you, Josh. Like it is interesting to watch. It's also very difficult to watch because watching someone like Gil go against his moral code for whatever it's worth is like it's so disgusting. It's hard. Like this is the guy that's that supposed because to... every time he uses his moral code, he pulls his pants down, apparently. Yeah, I'm in a knife uh-huh. fight and I'm holding a, a, a made of American cheese. Yeah, <laughs> Gildo made of American cheese. I don't think you want to use that. You know, I don't like, want to like you know tell everyone was, what to do, but I think I, I saw like someone using it in the Romboy episode in in Prague. I think I saw someone using it. <laughs> it just feels it like was the, actually it was the ban- oh I guess banana. I was thinking monkeys like cheese, but they actually like bananas. So I don't know. Is, I, think, um, I think I'm doing too many podcasts. I should I should call in Emily and ask her if the American cheese dildo is that a super soaker? Uh, like if you were to have like <laughs> an, enough wines. I think it's a super soaker, but not in the right way. You'd want got it. it. Okay, got yeah. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I ended up giving Logan a one just because I, I, I wanted to like credit him the smallest amount possible for being like, wow, you actually give an f about one of your kids for once. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I gave him a one. Let's go to uh, the rest of the the Roy kids, or at least let's go to Roman real quick. We uh, we finally in this episode are uh, we are we are seeing that Roman here has uh, he has a new a new lady on his arm, uh, Tabitha, who um, I have to admit. I had forgotten Tabitha's origins here on uh, really session. Yeah, How could you? Uh, because it because I haven't done the rewatch recently like you have. You've done a million rewatches. Fair, I've seen it like seven session, times. But like I watch one show and then I move on to the other thing and my brain doesn't process it. And now I'm like rediscovering Succession again on this rewatch. It's like, oh right, okay. So Tabitha and Tom did the thing that was sexy, yeah. but has a name that we don't remember. Josh, uh, and- stop being an unsophisticated rube. I know. My bad. Uh, Caitlin <laughs> Fitzgerald, who plays Tabitha, who I've been talking about on uh, the Station Eleven versus Last of Us podcast with Latanya Starks. Mm-hmm. Uh, great to see Tabitha on the show here, finally. Um, Roman yeah, wants it- to marry Tabitha, Grace. Yeah, I mean, uh, so... I mean, we're explaining that like this is not the last you'll see of Tabitha. But can I can just can I just shout out that on her Wikipedia page on the Succession Wiki, it is Tabitha's Roman's girlfriend. She first appears at Tom Wombs' bachelor party and then proceeds to explain what she did at Tom Wombs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I just kind of feel bad that that's still in her in, in the in the header of her bio. But uh, yeah, he wants to marry. I do think yeah, that's right. Uh, I do. Th- this is a bad. This is so mean from. 
Roman, I guess, like, you know, who knows where love comes from, but to invite her without telling her. And then when Greg is trying to point out that, like, hey, that's the girl, he's like, I know, I know, I know, Greg, I know. Uh, it's fine. Uh, it's, it's a little sleazy. Otherwise, how Roman I, introduces the idea of Tabitha, how he met Tabitha when he's yeah. talking both to his mother and Shiv. About yeah. how, uh, yeah, I met her at a bachelor party where she was fooling around with the groom. That's yeah. her groom. That's <laughs> yeah. that's your groom. Yeah, at this yeah. wedding, the groom of this wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. despicable. I feel like I gave him one point for being nice in the boat. That's it. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, um, again, all of these points are very valid. Um, and Roman, I think oh, it's gosh, it's so hard for me reading Roman on this rewatch because I just. He feels like the most um like stunted of the kids if that makes sense. Yes. Like I'm they're all very screwed up, right? Um but Roman it it just feels so sad to me like all he wants is his dad's approval and um I I really love like he does have these very sweet moments with his siblings. Like you said in the boat, he turns to because Kendall says, I'm really happy for like you guys, like you're doing so well. And Roman says, it can't be easy for you, Kendall, from the outside. You seeing me finally doing big shit. And like, I, I don't know. There's something about Roman that it just feels like he's always been treated like the middle child like he's like i know we joke about connor being like the forgotten one and he is but roman just feels so typical middle child where he's constantly overlooked and kendall is the one who gets the praise and gets the attention and it's really screwed roman up in a lot of ways and him wanting to just settle down and marry tabitha because hey we get along we can hang out right we could do this thing um, I don't know. I, I don't also love do... that we're kind of figuring out that uh, Josh is Kendall, Jess is Shiv, and that makes me wrong. <laughs> and I know I don't want to put that on any, all of that on any of you else, uh, but I'm just sort of figuring it out. And I don't, uh, I'm just trying to process it like in the moment. But uh, dude, we're, we're good, right? At least we're not all Connor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I ended up also giving him a single point and it, it's hard though. I don't know. Something Josh, am I alone? Is it something about Roman? I just like I sympathize with I just feel so bad for him so much of the time. The thing that I felt bad about oh gosh, as much as I feel bad, uh I there's like a, a complete blind spot to what Kendall's got going on. He has no awareness of Kendall's game, the game that Kendall is playing. Um, he's so locked into the fact that Kendall screwed up. Kendall's on the outs. Roman sees no way for Kendall to get back in. So he's got a blind spot on that. And Roman is really set on the fact that, well, it's my turn up at the plate. Um, And so like I'm out of the cage, uh, the proverbial dog cage, and I'm finally stepping up to the game. And while all of this other stuff is happening underneath him, completely off his radar, there's something sad about that. Then again, what he's trying to do is nothing short of destroy the world. Uh, so I don't feel ultimately that bad for him. I'm giving Roman, I do think I'm giving him a two. I think that there is a little bit of a sweetness there and there's less of a bungle job from Roman in this episode in the way that there is for Kendall for me. I just, I, I, I think I, I know what you're saying though. Like if this is a show that was like centered on Roman Roy and was like an HBO show, they'd be so upset that the Arrested Development was already a TV show because it's the perfect way to describe Roman in that he's a little teenage boy who we learned last episode was abused by his siblings and we've learned in previous episode he makes a joke about how his father hit him so i think that like there's a world in which like he i think he did get the brunt of like he's the youngest he's not the youngest he's the youngest boy though yes right yep. so um i think that there's something there and and, and from his and, and the way he was treated by his father that he's he's such a like and i think it's why he's like characterized perfectly and the and the thing i i challenge like myself the most on is the reason why I like I, I kind of love coming of age films talking about this a lot is that you can I can sort of like um anything that a kid does in a coming of age move I can kind of like be like yeah they're not fully grown yet whereas like I have a really tough time with Roman who is a full-on yes. adult making bad decisions but he's making a lot of bad decisions because the way he's treated by his family this is everybody in this show they're all making bad decisions is because of the way they're treated by their family including Logan Roy who we learned at the end of this episode from Uncle Noah he has his slash marks on his back so like there's that and so at what point like we're, I'm always trying to start, like find that line and there is no line is the is the thing but like when you make a decision how much do you own that decision I mean the answer is like 
a hundred percent, but, but like yeah. also there's like these extra percentage points because like, yeah, clearly he's been abused by multiple members of his family, you yeah. know, physically, emotionally, whatever. And yeah. one other thing about Roman too, that I did want to point out that I found interesting here is um, when he's getting into it with Gil, right? Like the whole, all the family is right around oh, there yeah. and he's getting into it with Gil and no one else is stepping up to like, uh, basically support him or support their family name, right? And he's like, oh, that's fine. No one else say anything. It's just me. And I do think uh, Roman is, uh, for better or for worse, and also like, yeah, he does things like bring um, someone who gave fellatio to Tom to his own wedding. Um, but he is the most loyal to the Roy name of all of the Roy children. And I think it the proof is right there when he's talking to Gil and defending the family and no one else will. Um, and I think that is something that is obviously not a, always a great thing because, you know, pick and choose your loyalties. But it's very fascinating um, because he's, like you said, Grace, been abused by the family but also the one of the ones that sticks up for the family the most. Um, it's just very fascinating. Roman for me is is uh, very interesting to see on this rewatch. I'm paying way more attention to him than I have before. Hey, uh, no marriage advice for my dear old godmother? I don't know. I was never very good at all that. My husband died. Don't let him die. Let's talk about Shiv very quickly before we do. Can we talk very quickly and write very quickly Jerry and explain why she is a four this week? The line of my husband died, don't let him die is one of my favorite <laughs> lines in all of Succession. I don't know, don't let him die, you know? Yeah, uh, that's one a of very my favorite four for me just for that. It's your right. wedding. Why do I feel like I'm about to get effed? Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. I gave her a three. Uh, for me, but it's sure. mostly because she's still with Logan and it seems like, you know, it's not necessarily, uh, going great sure. at the moment, but, uh, but three for, for Jerry, for me, so, you know so what? Uh, yeah. I just have a quick vendetta against your, uh, your wife, Josh, because mm -hmm. you introduced the concept of rating people a five. And now the Jerry stands gonna be very mad at me because I give her Jerry a four and the, there is the opportunity <laughs> I could give her like an eight. So yeah. I just need to to express some disappointment. I guess it didn't register for me. I'm just used to Emily Fox one upping me every every yeah. turn. I was like, oh yeah, with the other. That's so smart. You could write someone five. Nobody smart. else could get away with it but Emily Fox, where I'd allow someone to go above the actual rating allowance. But well, yeah, don't Fox, actually do that. So. Don't actually do it. We'll mess with our system. We're gonna probably have to disqualify your number if you rate someone. Don't do it. We will don't do it. we will disqualify don't your unless it's Emily. Unless you submit that your name is Emily, because we also have no way to No, no, don't do that either. No, don't do that. All right, let's move on. Let's 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 talk about let's talk about Shiv. It is her her wedding. We can talk about Shiv yeah. and Tom. I think in the in the same uh, in the same breath. It is yeah. their wedding. There are lies in the in the in the wedding party. There are some lies happening between Shiv and Tom. Tom asks Shiv to come clean. He's figured out that something is afoot with Shiv and Nate. Shiv denies Tom in a gesture of well, let's tell each other everything. He tells her everything about Cruz's grace. Oh, this is so bad for Tom. I mean, he put his wife in the death pit. <laughs> so he put his wife in the death but pit. She She's asked to be pit. put in the death no, pit. I know, I know, I know, I know. She's uh, been infected. Shiv has an immaculate episode from her personal life. The way that she does get this information, uh, sorry, uh, professional life, sorry. She gets the information. She uses it. without the game is on point. Without the information being spilled, Tom's going to be clean in this whole thing, uh, giving it to to Gil while also making sure it actually doesn't get used by Gil, and that Gil will have uh, ATN off his back in the uh, should should Gil win the primary. It's like a flawless strategic episode, and it's actually like you know we like there's been like. I know some people are like, yeah, I'm less in, I, I don't love the like Shiv is the liberal, uh, um, you know, politics person. I really enjoy it. I really like it. I like the way that like she's from this awful family, has these liberal values potentially, but is really good at this job and trying to navigate that world. I think it's really fun. I really like this stuff, especially once Gil Evis is involved. Personally, this is horrendous. The way that she like tells Tom that she's not cheating. Therefore he gives the information about the cruises. She's at, she's actually cheating on Tom uh, like the night before the wedding. This is all like, this is so, this is so bad. Deplorable. So, bad. so I like, I think I just have to go like straight down the middle and I give her like a two and I feel like I should maybe write her lower, but I, I feel like she has such a good professional episode. Yeah. I think it's so good that I did give her a three. Like it's oh. just, 
she is able to broker that deal between Logan and Gil, two people who should not be in a room together, if not for the fact of her mutual uh, connection to these two people, and the fact that she is able to get both of these people, two of the most powerful people, not even in America, but the world potentially, if Gil Evis gets his way, and she is able to get them to come to the to the bargaining table humongously impressive and so i think that like that clears some distance from the bottom where she would otherwise land for me given the way she is eviscerating tom in the process um i gave her a zero (laughs) (laughs) fair i guess i like okay here's the thing it is impressive what she's able to do is impressive um however it's so awful i just and I, this is just me coming at it very personally where like the moment Tom asks her about the affair and she lies to him, it is so hard to forgive her in that moment because this is your out. I am giving it to you on a silver platter. Take the out. Say you're cheating. Like, te- like and fess up. It's so frustrating to watch. And yeah, she, she does have a really great professional episode, but it's so disgusting and sad to watch her use Tom in the way she does to like, I mean, if I wanted, if I wanted to give her a point, which I certainly don't, um, it, it, the only point would be that she is at least keeping, keeping Tom clean, whether or not we want to look at that as also self-preservation is, is questionable, but, um, that would be the only, I guess, out I would give her is like, well, at the very least she's giving Tom the, the clean way out versus throwing under him, him under the bus. But it, what she does is so dirty and upsetting in so many ways. And I just, I hate it. And so I gave her a zero because poor Tom, I felt so bad for Tom and I, you know, I can't stand it. The, mm-hmm. the argument for Josh's side of bumping up to a three, which I won't do, I'll keep at a two, but the argument is that, like, she actually kind of gets away with it personally as well. Like, Tom, yeah. like, Tom doesn't really, like, yeah. I mean, by the end, like, no. Greg is going to be like, hey, well, she's lying. But she kind of, yeah. like, she gets it, like, she kind of wins in the, like, you know, she the does. joke about him, like, Logan wanting to win a therapy. They all want to win in everything they're doing. And she kind of just won personally and professionally, even if it, like, is awful, which is the thing I'm tr- really trying to, like, remove from my rate. Cause, like, I would just give them a zero right. all, every week. Yeah. Right? Well, how, so how do we yeah. square that with Tom? Cause then Tom lost, right? Tom's so super lost. Yeah. He mm. lost really hard. I think, like, uh, like, I, uh, it's, a, it's a one. I, I um, think I gotta give Tom a one. I think I, he gave up. He should not have given up the information that he gave up. Should have trusted. He tries his gut. to hold his also, ground so hard. <laughs> he, he tries, tries so hard. I think it's harder than we he realize to like Greg. turn he down beat up Roy. Greg. He physically fought Greg. I think he he's does a one physically for me. fight Greg. He it's does one for beat me, dog. Greg. Yeah. Um, I'm agreeing. No, I okay. I gave him. I first of all, let me just defend my score before I say what my score is. He he figured out the Nate and Shiv thing. Not that it was difficult to figure out, but he did figure it out. He the fly guys come back, which I was very <laughs> wow. excited about. He's a bit uh-huh. of a Grimzilla, which I think is very funny. Um, I do love the unsophisticated Rube line. Um, but I also, I th- I it was okay. There's a moment, and I don't think we can always say Tom is very genuine because he's not right. He's playing the game too. Um, but there is a moment that I found so genuine and heartbreaking from Tom, and it's when he asks Shiv. He's like, "Do you really want to do this?" And her thing, her first thing out of her mouth is. Well, all the people are here. Not a reason to get married, but okay. Um, and he said, and she says, "Oh, and besides, I really do want to do this." But he gives her the out. He says, "Are you sure? Are you sure you want to do this? Do you really want to get married?" And it was so genuine and heartbreaking. Um, and I know he screws up by telling her about the cruise thing, and it's not good professionally. Um, I just found him so enjoyable on his wedding eve. Um, he has so many good lines, and my heart cannot take. The fact that Tom did something that was bad for him professionally. And I gave him a three. I only docked him one point for his bad professional behavior. But he's so lovable this episode. I appreciate that. I do. I think that's good. I have a hard time separating my heart from some of these characters. I understand. I get it. I totally do. Why do they have our hearts? They're horrible. They're horrible. They're horrible to a person. I'm going to give you Matthew Mayfadian is is a big reason why I think he's so funny. Where did you land with Tom? I mean, it's too late to do this, but the future will separate fully like Tom and then Matthew Mayfadian, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and we can just give him a four every week. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Greg has a very interesting episode because he does try to tell, he does try to tell uh, Tom that his wife is cheating on him on the seemingly the morning of the wedding. Looks like Tom's out for a morning run in the morning of his wedding. 
uh and he gets beat up for it um he's very funny i do i uh we I finally just, have we, two things that i think we need to call out one greg the egg we have the backstory yeah. on greg the egg when he was born he was a little misshapen like an egg <laughs> also yeah. what's going on with his dad and sausalito uh yeah is, apparently uh, thing mm-hmm. i forgot that greg's dad apparently is uh, uh somewhere on the lgbtq spectrum yes uh, uh greg so also yeah. your favorite the thumbs up gif oh uh, the thumbs up so good! You know what? I totally forgot that Greg gets news. Like it's it's when their mother comes up and is like, "So how long how long do you give it?" And he's like, "Oh, people are betting." And immediately after she leaves, like Tom gives a thumbs up, and Greg has to give the like support of like, "I definitely just didn't get bad news." Thumbs up. Like, don't worry, everything's yeah. good. And it's so funny. I love formal Greg for whatever reason. Being in England and being around very rich people, he's acting so formal uh, when she says the Greg the egg thing, and he's like, "I I did perchance hear about uh, uh like a nickname uh." hence given or whatever you know he's like weirdly trying to do i love him in this episode i give him a four likewise your excellency yeah Yeah. (laughs) how's your mom solvent Uh debt-free it's just yeah and i and i think like um there's so much uh, i think greg i can totally justify a four for because he's both hilarious adorable very silly and he does the good guy thing and he tells tom about uh, Shiv cheating on him, even when Tom is trying to beat him up and yelling at him to shut up. He, Tom, Greg is like, but wait, like I still want to tell you the thing. And Greg, to be yeah. fair, we always want people to do the right thing in the show, and like Greg does it and gets beat up for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he yeah. still gets a four from us if that's any consolation prize, yeah. Greg. Yeah, I don't know that it is, but I'm giving him a four too. Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, cool. what are we giving Connor? He's got to he, he doesn't. I don't want to give him nothing. That feels unfair um, to a guy who's uh, protecting so much land. He there also he is so sweet when he, that he steps in to be um to be to do father. Yeah, he's the he's, elder sibling. He's gonna be the yeah. father. I I never remember this really that Connor has is so, has so affectionate for Shiv, uh, which I think does make yeah, sense. Yeah, me you too. Look back on it, but like he's very nice to Shiv. Uh, the a few episodes ago where he's like, I don't know what side I'm on. I'm on your side. Uh, Shiv, I'm like, oh. I think he nice usually Connor. like he's also the one who calls her when they end up having to go to Austerlitz. Like they do seem like closer than, and she gets put in charge of keeping an eye on him at one point. Like yeah. it does seem like they have a connection that he doesn't have with the other uh, Ray children. Yeah, I think that yeah. that's right. I'm gonna. I give connor a, a point i'm gonna yeah. give him a point i'm gonna a give him a point one. he's kind he's kind to shiv uh it's her wedding day that's good um should marcia i don't know what to do with marcia marcia, marcia reads sucks. marcia reads shiv Whoa. for filth but like in a way that is uh like ruthlessly efficient she uh, gives an f off jack the f off infection has has taken root in marcia she gives her there's no f offs from logan in this episode but there is one from marcia Gosh, uh, I uh, really steep turn for Marsha. I feel like the whole season has been like, what's Marsha up to? And it's like, oh, it seems like she's just totally in camp for Logan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know what to give Marsha. I don't know. know, Maybe a one. I don't know. I gave her a one. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, she was really mean to Shiv. Like, she's like, oh, usually the ones who pay get a chair. And I I love Shiv being like, oh, did you contribute, Marsha? Uh, and then Marsha being like, I know when I see a spoiled slut, go out yeah. and see how you like it. F That's off. bad. That's bad. bad. I do love when Tom, uh, just the, 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 when when the news that Logan is coming and Tom goes, there's just, a, again, the line read delivery. It's like he stammers through like, well, like it, it, it would be uncomfortable because like uh, he he like paid for like everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I changed go- my rating to a zero because I don't like her. I'm yeah. gonna give, I'll, I'll take the one that you left behind. I'll give her two. I'm gonna give okay. her two points. I gave her two a points one, for So it all mm-hmm. evens out. It all evens out. All right. A couple of the other things that we are tracking, as mentioned, no f offs from Logan in this episode, but we are still getting f offs from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, if he gets the news that we think he's gonna get in the next episode, I don't think it's a reach that we might get an f off in response to that. Um, uh, there was a moment where I thought that Kendall wasn't going to say dad in this episode. No, uh, he doesn't. Yeah. He says lot, it once actually. early on and then yeah. the episode is dragging on and it just doesn't happen. Ultimately, I clocked four Ken dads. I uh, had the same. I had the same. He is like, uh, oh, dad's coming. Like there's a lot of like, yeah, yes, he's reacting that. to him. Yes. So yeah. oh, hey, dad, when his dad comes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got four, four dads. But I do think it's interesting just looking at the Ken dad count right now. The further away Kendall gets from dad's influence, the fewer times he says dad uh it does seem like you know it's a very dad heavy front half of season one 
15, 12, 6, and 12 for those first four episodes. And from uh, the, the, the failed coup onward, we got five dads and seven, six in eight, four in nine. Uh, so. You know, that premiere though, there. that premiere though is unfair because there's literally one that that one. If we took out that one line where he was like, "You want do we, you want to call your dad? I don't want to call yeah. my dad. No, I'm just call starting us on the right foot. <laughs> call me dad. Right yeah. Um, a blank's dead. Is this Charlotte? Charlotte, the wedding planner. Who else got fired? <laughs> Probably Charlotte. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Charlotte. Sorry, Charlotte got caught in the Roy Web. Um, Daddy's favorite. It's got to be Shiv. He's coming to the wedding, and she also brokered this deal between him and Gil. Yeah. Tell you yep. who it is, and it ain't Kendall. No, Siobhan. Although he did yep. offer Kendall a job too. It's just you know what's going to happen when he finds out what Kendall's got cooking. You can't imagine that's going to be too good. Can't imagine it's going to be too good. No. Um, Greg versus Tom. I do think that this is a pretty easy Greg win, even though in he the gets physical the, the physical yeah, yeah. battle it's a Tom. But I think overall, I mean. Listen, so if I were doing this with Latanya on the post-show recaps versus podcast, I do think I would heartily argue in favor of a Tom victory, considering that he physically bested Greg. Uh, like there was a uh -huh. literal moment of Greg versus Tom. Uh -huh. So I think in the spirit of that, I'm going to cast my vote for Tom. You two can overrule me, but Tom beats up Greg. It's literally a Greg versus Tom category. Tom won the fight. He wins the fight. He also wins the like argument in a way of like, don't it's like shut up about that. My wife is cheating. Like I'm not listening to it. La 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 la. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I think, I think I vote for Tom. Yeah. I vote for Tom That's as well. It. I get, yeah. got it. Wow. Greg has a 4.0 episode and yet still loses. Maybe that was his present to, to Tom for Tom's yeah. wedding. Yeah. Uh, Tom or Greg also doing? gets called an egg. Literally. This yeah. <laughs> Greg the egg. Greg the uh -huh. egg. Uh, uh -huh. Let's rate the episode. I gave this one on a scale of zero to four. Roy's. I gave it 3.6. I really, really like this episode. I think that the 3.6 is uh, more a reflection of last episode, um, the the Prague episode. I really, really thought was so funny. And so I didn't think I could put this one right past that. So it's just a, a tiny hair below 3.6 uh, juxtaposed to that 3.7 from Prague. Jess, how did you rate this episode of Succession? Yeah, I gave it a 3.75. I feel very similarly. I really, really like this episode. I don't think it's necessarily like that perfect succession episode, but it's this is as high as I go without giving it a four because I'm only doing it in 0.25 segments. I can't make myself nuts. Fair um, enough. So 3.75 for me. I really like this episode. Grace? I, I, other than the premiere, which is interesting, I, I have last week's episode, I gave a 3.5. Uh, and I, so I'm a little bit down. Like, I think I might even be the lowest on pro, like, my, my score doesn't show that, that because Jess and I have it that the same, but I would maybe even write it lower. I really, really like this episode a lot. Again, it's like how the business affects all of them individually as they're at the wedding, I think is like such good content i think it's very funny it's very jiffable this episode i love this mm -hmm. episode a, a lot i was surprised that actually you two were like i mean just you're like going in these 0.25 so that makes sense to me i'm surprised you're a little bit downer on it josh than i Part thought you might be. and again i know like we're, we're in high territory here. sure like, of course like, yeah, yeah, yeah so is kendall um part of it for me feels <laughs> like it's because it's like a part one you know this does feel like it's a yes. part one without spoiling too much i think clearly yeah. this episode sets up a lot and we are not gonna like time jump past Shiv's wedding folks. So like yeah. we are in uh, part one of like a two part finale basically. So it gets like a, a, a smush of a, of a hit. <laughs> uh from 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 that for me also that's also i think what kendall does yeah but, i mean uh, all three of them uh also i don't know which episode because i kind of watch these three in order uh kendall's talking about morsels too again the shared family language love these morsels uh, Very fun. uh i gave it a 3.9 i think like i i really love next week's episode so maybe a bit of a spoiler is what i'm gonna rank next week's episode. so i get i yeah i do give it a smudge of a hit by giving yeah. it a 3.9 yeah well i do think just as we're teasing stuff i think I, I can't imagine that all three of us aren't about to give the season one finale <laughs> full marks. Uh, so if it's your first time through succession, you're watching with us daily and you're getting really excited about the finale because you're in on the show. You've got good reason to be excited. It is yeah. um, excited. It's maybe not the word, uh, but it is a really masterful episode. And I'm really looking forward to talking through the season one finale, which is going to be the next episode coming your way in the daily succession podcast. It's going to be here in that succession podcast feed. When you get that RSS, 
link, postshowrecaps.com slash succession. Search by URL, use that URL. You will find the Succession podcast feed and never miss an episode. You could also just search Post Show Recap Succession wherever you get your podcasts. Ratings and reviews would be so appreciated by the entire team if you can take some time to do so. A subscription as well. You'll never miss an episode of the Succession podcast wow that came out harsh um hey patreon.com slash post show recaps that came out gently we would love for you to join the cause come to patreon.com slash post show recaps help support post show recaps as a network for your uh for your service you get commercial free episodes of every single succession podcast here for the final season and the preseason to the final season so consider it at any level patreon.com slash post show recaps we of course also want you to rate the roys with us postshowrecaps.com slash rate roy or postshowrecaps.com slash action stations i'm at round howard wherever you can find me on the internet grace where are you at hi from grace jess at the jess sterling all right folks season one finale of succession coming up next on the daily succession podcast until then f off p to the o d Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.